Welcome, how are you doing today? This is already the second episode of the Foreigner Podcast. The podcast that is talking all that matters about an exchange year or going abroad or living abroad in general. It's for those that maybe are planning on going abroad, maybe that currently are abroad or those that came back like decades ago yet still like to feel taken back to the good old days. But also... It's for the host families, or soon-to-be host families. If you want to understand your exchange student better, or want advice on how to be a good exchange hoster, to be a good host family, well, listen to this program. And today, I got something really special for you. Today, it's going to be a premiere. It will be the first ever episode on the Foreigner podcast that features an interview. Yes, I did an interview with my good friend Louisa, and that was because she got a special scholarship, but you'll you'll hear all of that in the actual interview. So, for now, I just want to wish you fun, because the interview is quite interesting. So, listen, lean back, and enjoy. So, and there we are, right in the interview segment of our program today. And here with me is the great Louisa. So, Louisa, tell us, who are you and why do you think I asked you to come on this program? Um, My name is Louisa. I am nearly 18 years old and I was abroad last year from August till the end of June um, in the United States of America. So I guess you asked me to come here to talk about my exchange year. And also, I asked you to come on here because of your scholarship. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to talk about it in detail? Yes, please. What is it? Um, so, it's called the CBYX program, which means um, Congress Youth Exchange uh, thing. What else? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, and um, it's it's sponsored by the U.S. Department of State and the German Bundestag, and every year there are like round about 360 um, people from Germany going to uh, the United States, and also like the same number of people going from America to Germany to experience a year in a different country, and it's all sponsored by the government, and um, you have to apply to get it, and you have to do different things, like you have that language um, skill test and you have um, a test on your knowledge about government stuff in Germany and then you have to talk to a politician from our Congress in Germany and then um, this politician has to decide um, between like three candidates who is going and they settled for me yeah so that's pretty much <laughs> what it is <laughs> you find that pretty funny, Louisa, don't you? Because yeah, there's, a I, fun- I did. there's a funny story behind it. So the thing is, Louisa and me, we're going to the same school, and we both applied to the scholarship, and we didn't know of each other applying there. And when there was a meeting for all the people who wanted to go abro- abroad, and they were checking who was able to go abroad from their physical and uh, psychological perspective, we both found out that each of us applied to this scholarship. So we both raced for the title. And in the top three, Luisa was place number one and I was place number two. 
So we both spoke to the politician and he settled for Luisa. So that's a pretty funny thing, I think. Yeah, wincing sound. I'm sorry again. <laughs> no problem at all. And also a funny thing is, so we're, we're from the same school. She lives in my neighbor village. And we both came to the same state. We both lived in Minnesota, in the United States, which is a pretty coincidence that wouldn't happen like that every day. No, it wouldn't. So, okay, let's talk more about you. So, what did you do? Uh, no, what did you have to do during your exchange that differs from a normal exchange because you got the scholarship? Um, so we had like every month we had to do some charity work. Um, so one time we worked in a thrift shop for three hours and we were sorting clothes like backstage. And then there were people that were like putting it out so people can look at the stuff and buy those things. And um, another time we went to um, a homeless shelter And we were cooking with the dude who cooks for those people. And then we were talking with them and giving out food, stuff like that. So every month you have to do something to, um, like, because you have the scholarship, you have to be um, helpful to those in the community that need help. And that was the difference because um, also in our chapter, um, also, the like the other normal exchange students, they had to do some of that stuff too because we got, like from our school, we got our Leatherman jackets for free, so we had to do that. But additional to that, I also had to do the scholarship work, and that was like eight times in total, like every five weeks or something like that, and that was actually pretty cool. And from other people who got the scholarship, I heard you had to talk to politicians. Oh, yes, we did. Um, that was only, um, like, we went to Washington, D.C. Um, all the people that got the CBYX um, scholarship. So we all went to Washington, D.C., and then we met um, some senators. I met Al Franken and some others. Like, the people from Vermont, actually, they, they met Bernie Sanders. And mm. um, there were also some people who... Um, who saw Joe Biden, but just like it, that was a coincidence too. But then you also met your governor from, um, the area you were from and, um, representatives and stuff like that. So I also met Tom Amoff. Um, he's a Republican, but he was actually quite cool, which I did not anticipate. <laughs> he was really, really nice. And we, he, he actually took the time to talk about stuff. I asked him about his view, like what is the hardest thing of your daily life, like your job. And he said it was the media. And I was like, mm -hmm, sure. And then he explained it to me and it actually made sense. I was surprised. That was really cool. And he, like we talked for 45 minutes and then wow. he was like, um, Man, I totally forgot the time. Uh, I need to go. He was really, really nice. And I was very surprised and very proud because I have not talked to a very high politician in Germany except for my um, Congress member who um, selected me. And that was really cool to do that sort of thing in another country um, and in a language that's not your native language. Yeah, I believe. So... Next question. 
um, what type of person do you have to be, in your opinion, uh, to be a good recipient of the scholarship? I think you have to be really interested in politics. And um, you also, I think you need to be very open-minded and interested in the culture that you're yeah, that you want to get to know. So you need to be open-minded to get to know people because, I mean, especially when you go to America, there are so many different cultures, different religions. You need to be tolerant to go to that place. So I think you need to be interested in those different ethnicities and all that that entails. So, yeah, you should really just be nice and kind and not go in with prejudices and all that nasty stuff. Amen. And also, I think when you say that you have to work for, well, people who are socially in a lesser standing than maybe yourself, I think you also have to be able to work your schedule because these things just show up and you have to work your exchange year around it. And you shouldn't have a problem with working. Is that right? Yeah, it's really like you need to be, uh, yeah, you need to get going. You can't just sit and wait and don't do anything. You need to get, yeah, I don't want to swear, but um, <laughs> it just, yeah, you should take some initiative and be uh, like really willing to do stuff to help your community and be helpful to others. That's a, yeah. That's a good thing to have, I think. Uh, yeah, me too. Okay, some more general things about your exchange now. Um, so, what people? No, with what people from countries? Oh shit! My my English is the worst. Okay, so here we go again. I'm gonna cut that out anyway. With people <laughs> from what countries did you interact a lot in your exchange? Um, I had two very good friends. Um, one girl was from Finland. Her name was Henina, or is Henina. And another one is Adalka. And we both went, uh, like, the three of us went to the same school. But, um, my... Where was she from, Adalka? Um, Czech Republic. Oh. And she was always so pissed off when people would ask her where she was from. And she, like, she would say Czech Republic. And they're like, oh, isn't that Czechoslovakia? And it was... <laughs> Always no, but um, she was um, she was super cool, and also my liaison had an exchange student, and her name was Kauta, and she was from Italy, so we spent a lot of time together, and um, we also like all the sponsored students in our area um went on a trip to South Dakota, so there were some people was a dude from Bosnia and one from Bulgaria, and those two were so hilarious. They were double placement, and we had a lot of fun. That was great. Um, what is double placement for those who don't know it? Okay, so some families, um, I don't know, all around the world, they think that it would be even more awesome to have two exchange students at home. So they get, like, most, I think it's a rule that they have to be from different countries so they can interact um, in their native language. So, um They have two exchange students at home, so they learn about two cultures at the same time in the same year. And those two um, people are always really close. I knew four people that were in a double placement, and they all became really good friends, and they are still in contact. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, it was in my chapter two that one, eth one 
country, I would say, took up uh, the most exchange students. In my chapter, I think it was Germany. The most exchange students were from Germany. What country was it in your chapter? Definitely Italy. We had five people from Italy and they were talking Italian all the time. <laughs> all the time. And also the Spanish people. Like we had three or four Spanish people and five Italians and it was just so intense. <laughs> yeah. I believe that. So there's a tip for you. If you're planning to go to an to on an exchange trip, do not speak in your mother language on yeah. the committee meets because people are gonna be mad at you because they can't understand you. So talk English, please. Yes, indeed. Okay, do you have any plans of visiting either the US or any other countries in the near future? Yes, um, so I really want to show my mom and my sister what my um, host community was like. So we really want to go there next summer. And um, I also want to visit my friend in Bosnia. And I have a friend in um, Rome now. And I, I mean, I've never been to Rome, so that would be that would be pretty lit. Um, so that would be cool. And also like exotic places like Thailand or Japan or I don't even know, like just really cool places that the average German person doesn't want to or can go to. So I, I really want to see those people again. Yeah, that's a big part about the exchange too, I think. You don't only just meet people from America if you go to America or to any country. You meet people from all over the world. And by the end of the year, you have friends like physically everywhere. Indeed, that's pretty lit. <laughs> so, is that how the adventure is gonna continue for you? The adventure of being abroad? I hope so, because I can't imagine living in Germany all my life. I really, I mean, I already spent a year in America, and I really want to spend some other years in some other countries. So, I don't know, just to see those different kinds of lifestyles and, like, really get to know a culture. I, I think that even those 10 and a half months were not enough to to get all the stuff, maybe because the country is so big, but also because it's just so much and there are so many things hidden that I only recognized like two weeks before I left. So there's always more to explore. Yes, I can only agree to that. Um, I think it's pretty interesting that even though you already spent 10 months in this culture there are things happening every day that are completely new to you and you're just shocked and stunned every single day because new things new aspects of life just show themselves to you that have been hidden before and i think that's a great that's a great thing i do too that really i don't know it just made the whole year even I don't know, more exciting to to recognize that there are so many more things that people don't talk about, but they're still there. Yeah, that's a really big part. So do you have any concrete plans already, like doing a work and travel gear or being an au pair somewhere? I, I think that I should, like, since I already spent a year somewhere else, I think I should get on with my education and since I have to repeat the year here, um, I will be done with school when I'm nearly 20 years old. And um, that's the reason why I think I should study straight away. 
And if everything goes as planned, I really want to study in Scotland. Um, so that's another country I really want to visit, but sadly, I don't know anyone there yet. So I need to get some connections and really do stuff. Yeah. Do you, do you still plan on living as an author in Scotland? Uh, yo, well, the thing is, I don't know if I would just die because I'm starving because nobody likes my books. So I guess I should, I really want to become a um, professional translator. Um, that would be fun, but it takes a long time to learn another language because I don't know, I don't want to translate between German and English because it's just, it's lame. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's just, too I mean, it's easy. I want something, I want something that challenges me. So I really want to learn another language and do something else and translate from German to that language or from English to that language or some other weirdo, um, relation between those three. Um, so I'm either going to learn Arabic or Japanese or I don't even know something cool. Oh, wow. That's gonna be intense. That's gonna be a lot of work for you. Yeah, but it's gonna. I hope it's gonna be worth it in the end. So, if any one of the followers knows a good program to learn Arabic or Japanese or Cantonese or Mandarin, send me a message. Yeah. The email again is theforeignerpodcast at gmail .com. Feel free to send in your comments or recommendations for Luisa. I will personally give them to her. Oh, wonderful. Thank yes. you so much. So here's a little question. Um, I always have the segment of the favorite quote. It's a quote about anything, just a quote about life. And since I know you're a very literate person, do you have a favorite quote? I do, but there are so many. Um, I don't know. Okay, so like a quote. Oh my gosh. The top of my head, right off the stiff red cuff. I okay. I I have a cool one. Okay, okay. That um yeah, that is that is quite fitting. Um, it's also by like by Jane Austen. Think only of the past, as its remembrance gives you pleasure. And I think that's really important if you uh, look at it um from that perspective, like connected to an exchange year. There are always things that suck. Um, for example, I had a fundraiser where I had to go from house to house and ask people if they want to buy some butter braids so I can, um, I can have enough money to go on a choir trip. And there was one person and he was really rude. He was yelling at me. But if I would, dwell on that, oh, that, that one time that guy yelled at me, then, And then just reduce my whole exchange here just on that one person in my neighborhood that was complete jackass. Then that's just that's just not the way you should look at things. So I think that's a pretty good quote. Um, there will always be things that are not going to be lit. So especially when you go to different places and the culture is different and some people don't get the way you behave based on how you were brought up or in which culture you were brought up. And I think it's really important that you just 
just not dwell on those bad things, but remember the great things that you did and the great people that you spend time with. So that's that. Amen. I should use that as a quote every single episode. Wow. <laughs> all right. So a last question. That's all also a segment. Do you have a special book or anything that prepared you for your exchange? Um, like, no, a, like I did not have that. There were so many people that were just, I don't know, binge watching YouTube stars that went on an exchange but i me, did me, not me i i didn't do anything because i didn't want it i didn't want to be disappointed so it's just like well i'm gonna go through all of this myself i don't want to be prepared i just want to do it so i didn't i didn't do anything i read my favorite book of poetry and that's it <laughs> well okay, which well, is kind Yeah. All right. So much to that. Then thank you very much for being on the program today. We might ask you to be on again, but we'll see. Oh, if, well, thank if you. If the listeners liked it or have any recommendations for Lisa, just send me an email. Oh, Libby, so, yeah. Goodbye, Lisa. Thank you very much. Goodbye, Andre. Too quiet or someone too quiet, someone too loud. That's probably because this was the first ever time I recorded a Skype call with someone. So I'm trying to improve. So I'm really sorry if that should have happened. If yes, and you have any advice, any tips, feel free to send them to me on the email. Theforeignerpodcast at gmail.com. I will personally read your email and I will... Probably even answer to it and thank you for the nice advice, if you have advice. Or if you have anything, a question for Luisa maybe, that I could ask her and talk about in later episodes, send me an email, as I already said in the interview. So, since Luisa didn't have um, an item or anything that prepared her for her exchange, I still want to give you a thing that helped me. This time it's not a book. This time it's actually pretty cheap and it's pretty basic. So you you would think I, I, I'm calling you stupid or something, but I'm not. I was so stupid to not do it in the correct way. I'm talking about the converters for the plugs for your electronic devices. So the problem for me was, since in Europe and the US and other parts of the world, we have different plugs that we plug in the wall. So the European ones didn't fit in the US. So that was kind of a problem, which, of course, led to a solution. I brought a universal uh, converter for the plugs from my, that my dad had, but the problem was it broke. Yes, it didn't work anymore. So I only had one USB charging plug from uh, a new phone that I got there, so... I could only load one of my electrical devices at once, and that was pretty much it. So that was not a good thing to do. I then later found really cheap and really good, actually, working um, converters on Amazon. They were um, European to USA, so you could only plug them in the wall in the US and then plug your European device plugs in the converters. So then it would work. I will 
put a link to those, I think, on my, on the show notes or the comment section or wherever, so that you can, if you are an European going to the US, that you could use them too. But if not, if you want any advice on what to look on, like what to look out for while buying them, just send me an email and I will try to respond. Yeah, because that was that was not good. I it took it took quite a while to figure out what was broken with the other one because um one of the contacts didn't work. So, I had a few days of being stuck with the broken one because sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. If I would have known earlier or like brought them, that would have been super great and super helpful. So don't make that mistake. You can buy them already in Germany so or wherever you are. Just buy them and bring them with you because that's an important thing to have. But I don't want to annoy you about these technical things no longer. I want to end the podcast here. And as always, please leave me a positive review. May it be a thumb up, may it be a five-star rating on iTunes, wherever, whatever, please write a comment. It helps me grow and to bring the education about exchange programs to more and more people, which is actually a concern of mine. So please do that. And excuse that I'm saying so all the time, just by the way. I don't know what else to say. Uh, I'm just training. But yeah, anyway, I hope you liked the episode feel free to send me an email, leave me a like, and also do feel free to sign up for the free newsletter, which will provide you with a link so that you can download your own free ebook. Yes, I just dropped an ebook. I'm solving the five or five of the biggest problems of being an exchange student or yeah, all that matters to that. That's pretty much the best way to describe it, I think. So if you sign up for free, you will get one email a month that will just condense all the lessons learned from the past episodes. So it's not going to be much. It's just going to be like five minutes to read or something. And it will just be really condensed and really on point. What did we learn? So if you want that and if you want the free ebook, feel free to sign up. The form is on my website. It's theforeignerpodcast.com. There, you can just fill out your email. You have to confirm that you're a human, not a bot. And then because of German laws, you'll get a confirmation email that will ask you to put in that you actually want to be subscribed and that I'm not just adding you against your own will. So do that and you will be set and then you will get the link. So that is pretty much it. I thank you very much for listening. Share it with your friends. If you want to have anyone know more about exchange programs, have them tune into the podcast. Let us grow. Let us reach more people and bring peace to the world in form of education about exchange programs. Oh, so high. Well, thank you very much and see you later.